Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Either way, it's okay. All you've got to say is not today. Thank you. Good morning to you. Uh, I've made a new jingle and uh, it just feels like a jingle that I'm going to get a lot of use out of. I'm thinking about Clarkson. I'm thinking about Edward Fox. Uh, so many uh, to put on the list. But here it is. It's time for today's... Yes, first we had Clarkson, then we had uh, Edward Fox, uh, but fresh, fresh for 2020, guys. It's uh, the Mick Hucknalls. Uh, he was on the Simply Reds band there doing the terrible pops uh, in the, what, late 80s, early 90s. Absolutely rotten, catastrophic. I think he famously said he slept with like, I can't remember, it was like 100,000 women in the last decade or something. It was like, it was insane. It was like three a day. Come off it, mate. How insecure are you? Uh, anyway, uh, looks like uh, he's uh, not getting enough attention for his uh, soon-to-be-postponed 2020 tour. Uh, so he took to Twitter yesterday, and uh, what a tweet it was. What a tweet. What a treat. Uh, he said, uh, the top five coolest cultures on planet Earth. I'm sorry, what? Number one, African-Americans. They invented cool. What are you doing, Mick? Two, working-class British musicians. Hello. <laughs> Three, a close third, Jamaicans. Oh, man. Four, Jewish Americans. Five, flamenco gypsies. <laughs> are you... I'm sorry. Are you making qualitative statements about races? I'm, I just want to... just want to make sure... Hey, great news, though. There's a follow-up tweet. By the way, the Irish made our top ten. Oh, brilliant news, Ireland. You must be made up with that. And then he just he literally goes off on a rant. So, you know, uh, an hour later and probably about a thousand hectoring tweets later. My snowflake woke is outraged and deeply offended by seagulls and sardines. Oh, Mick, oh, you poet. Oh, you absolute poet. Uh, then he goes on to list examples from each category of uh, cool, cool people on the planet. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that. But uh, he then went on... Uh, Angrier still, saying, of course I knew that Twitter is largely inhabited by confused, ignorant expletives. I'm content in the knowledge that my view has been adequately confirmed. 
Oh, brilliant. Absolutely. Some of his best friends are category fours, even fives. Uh, well done, Mick. Great work. Gigs have all dried up lately The royalties are reasonably steady But nobody's looking at me It's time to give my ego a feed So I decide to rank the races Imagining the snowflakes' faces We all agree the best is African-American But why didn't the Germans make the top ten? Cause the honey's too white to mention Attention. I said the hunt is too wide to mention. Come on, let's feed some racial tension. Working class British musicians at number two. A close that is Jamaicans. Well done, you. You're in at number four if you're an American Jew. At five, flamenco gypsies. Me gustas too. But the hunt is too wide to mention. Forgive my condescension, yeah. But your mom is too white to mention. Even though the Irish made the top ten, yeah. Everybody look at me now. Pay me some attention now. Mick Hucknall's there. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, simply red. So there's nothing to see there, nothing to worry about. Don't don't do anything else with that. Uh, James has emailed. Good morning, James. Uh, he says, "Good morning, uh, Mr. Yab. Uh, I'm taking a brief moment from my working at home work, basically alt tabbing to a Chrome browser, what has Twitter and Gmail and the like in it. It's like a change of scenery in almost no way at all. <laughs> to say yes, Grayson Perry. Explanation mark." Uh, now, I don't watch a lot of telly, says James. Uh, we have occasional family evenings watching a, a bit of comedy or a cheeky indulgence of come dine with me. There's a footnote to that. I can't find it. Uh, but normally I'm busy doing something else, paying very little attention to what Greg Wallace is shouting about. I can't believe how big it is! But my attention was definitely captured by the relaxed, friendly and visually stunning Grayson Perry thing. It's wonderful. I have the artistic aptitude of a bewildered marmot. Yes, but James, the whole point of the programme is you just have a go. So when he's showing the work of his viewers, I'm in awe of the amount of talent that there is out there. And then he and his wife will be making something as well. And it's like, wow. And I'm in awe of the amount of talent that there is in there. It's quite an amount of, of talent. It's all the talent. In frankly, unnecessarily delayed summary, though... One, I think their daughter does some of the camera work, but there are also Big Brother-style cameras around the place that can pan and zoom to where they need to be. I've seen a couple in shot here and there. Yes, I've seen them. They're little tiny ones on the bookshelves, aren't they? Two, it's worth watching the Harry Hill one because he is both hilarious and talented and makes a dog out of wood. Yes, I watched that one yesterday. It was good. I'd... It was good. For me, the reason I like uh, the one with Jim Moyer, Vic Reeves, and Joe Lysett is they they understand that they're not there to perform. Like Jim Moyer and Joe Lysett both do silly things and sort of do jokes, but they're sort of being authentic. 
you know what I mean? I felt with Harry Hill and with uh, Noel Fielding, I felt like you, you can't let go. Like, you can't... Who are you? You know? Who are you, Harry Hill? And it's okay, whoever you are. Anyway, uh, James goes on. Three, Grayson Perry has, I think, made it onto my dream dinner party guest list. <laughs> so pleased. Um, he's awesome and actually seems like a lovely person as well. Who'd be at your dream dinner party? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, Nick Knowles? <clears throat> Mick Hucknell? Uh, I just think it'd be a bloody good chat. And uh, Alexander Armstrong? I just I just feel like I'd want a load of white guys there um but that's a good question you know the dinner party guest list i mean who would you yeah yeah uh for being more of an ordeal question mark artist than a visual one ow, 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 ow. i wonder if the same sort of show could be done but with music or sound who would be the best host for that i'm thinking someone like brian eno yes that's a good call there's the footnote. Uh, this is about Come Dine With Me. It's my opinion, uh, says James, that there will come a time when everyone knows someone who's been on Come Dine With Me. Oh, I know someone who's been on Come Dine With Me. Do you know someone who's been on Come Dine With Me? One of my work colleagues was on there earlier this year, so that's me on the list then. Let's be off. Have a lovely day. Yop. Uh, thanks, James. Appreciate that. Yop, indeed. Do you know someone who's been on Come Dine With Me? How did they do? And was it good? And, you know, were they... Like, I want to know everything. Uh, I can tell you that uh, I I know someone who's on, like, Celebrity Come Dine With Me. Uh, although it was a little bit of a stretch. It was a, a comedian, a female comedian, a very staunch feminist comedian who was uh, very, very proud of um, her, her relationship with her partner. It was if celebrity couples come down with me or something. Anyway, um, she was very proud of the fact that uh, she made her man kind of uh, wait on her hand and foot. And uh, yeah, she was very proud uh, of the and the little sort of uh, little comments she made at her, her fella. Basically, she was acting like a bloke, let's hope, used to. And that, I, I mean, we haven't got time for a conversation about feminism, uh, but... I mean, let's open it up. I, I just feel like isn't the point ultimately of feminism to get to a point where we all treat each other with equal respect. That That's surely the end game, isn't it? Not to say, so, oh, I think I think it's time the ladies got to start acting like absolute human turds. <laughs> Is that I mean, I get it. I understand it. But, you know, this was a, he was a sweet guy and he was just taking a lot of abuse from this woman. I was like, I. And she was kind of going, yeah, I'm a feminist. Take it. I just felt like, is that is that really where we... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Neil has sent us uh, another report from the front line, by which uh, he says, I mean, of course, a trip to the supermarket during a pandemic. Oh, wow. OK, go for it, Neil. So this week, he says, I braved Tesco again. I don't need your applause, but thank you anyway. Honestly, it's just like some... Honestly, he says, it's like some people just want to die. There seem to be three very distinct groups. Group one, the normal people, in which category I count myself, who are properly distancing, wearing masks, and generally pretty terrified of the whole thing. Group two, annoying people who vaguely seem to have the idea, but nevertheless drift about aimlessly and get far too close as if it's January 2020 or something. Group three, youths and or annoying anti-social oh if anyone could swear on this podcast let's call them johnsons because it's hard to think of a more insulting term just now anti-social johnsons the lot of them i quite like that 
I think we should adopt that. Uh, as I say, group one are basically fine keeping out of everybody's way, waiting as people in the other two groups spend way too long selecting cheese and generally looking out for themselves and others. People in group two seem to be a little surprised that there are other people around. Oh, oh, oh. And also seem to get in the way a lot. They ignore lanes, spacing tapes, or they spend more time than's reasonable selecting things. Sorry, can I... T- sorry. <laughs> Seriously. Don't they know that at the end of a shopping expedition these days, you're supposed to be a little bit frazzled with shopping you didn't intend to buy? (laughs) I looked in one aisle for shampoo, but there was a woman spending forever trying to decide between two basically identical bottles. After a moment or two of pausing, hoping she'd pick one for goodness sake. Oh, what a Johnson. Uh, I gave up and moved to the next aisle to try to pick up paracetamol. This was also thwarted by a man staring at the shelves, baffled, as if he had a particularly cryptic crystal maze puzzle to unpick. They they may both still be there now, for all I know. People in Group 3 seem to think that COVID-19 is just something that happens to other people and do no social distancing, travel in packs, and are generally the worst. One young bloke was genuinely wandering around with the corner of a packet of ham in his mouth. Anyway, sorry for the length, but uh, as you'll appreciate, sometimes it's good to share. (laughs) Neil, I thank you for sharing your length with me and your Johnson. Uh, Love to you and the Yappeltinis. Oh, I quite like that one. Have a good weekend and thanks as ever for all you do. Well, you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for being here. I think now it's time for Top Trumps. Come on, sing now! Sorry. Uh, We start with Lee. That one, not the other one. Uh, His top trump card. This is where we uh, play a couple of uh, listeners off each other. Uh, Let's go through his stats. I need to sound like uh, John... uh, What was his name? John, who did the gladiators. Uh, Checking out the stats. Contender, you will go on my first whistle. Gladiator, you will go on my second whistle. Why did they hire me when I can't even pronounce the word whistle? It's one of the four words I'm expected to say. Anyway, uh, strength of an elephant. Height, six foot three. Agility of a badger. Talent of a Spice Girl. Saying of Confucius. Uh, That's a no-brainer for me. I'm going to go with talent. Talent of a Spice Girl. Uh, And he is up against Owen. Uh, and, uh, strength, easily amused. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Uh, height, five foot eight. Agility, on a par, on par with a newborn fawn. <laughs> Talent, baking cheesecake. Oh, oh man. And identifying every country on the map. Oh, that's very impressive. That's your, I mean, Joe Wicks could use you. Saying... Uh, expletive, probably more than I should. Uh, <clears throat> well, okay. On talents, we've got talent of a Spice Girl versus being able to bake cheesecake and identify every country on the map. Now, you might think that's a no-brainer, uh, which is a, a cruel thing to say about a Spice Girl. Uh, of course, cheesecake. I mean, of course, cheesecake. It's the essence of life. Identifying every country on the map? Sure, that's a nice bonus. I'm going to give it to Lee. I'm giving it to Lee because I think the talent of the Spice Girls is almost immeasurable. At 46, I have, with the help of my parents, managed to pay a mortgage 
most months. That is risibly small. Whereas the Spice Girls, with no discernible talent, have amassed millions of millions of pounds. That's not talent. That's genius. You have to respect that ability. Okay, there's like one or two top trumps left. We're going to have the, the playoffs next week. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll wrap the whole thing up in a big seismic finale, uh, perhaps on, on Monday, uh, because there's so much stuff that I haven't got to yet. Desert Island Fridges, I do want to know, do you know someone who's been on Come Dine With Me and how did they do and how was it? Was it weird seeing their kitchen? Uh, so let's do all of that. Thank you so much for this week. Um, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a crazy week. They're all crazy weeks. Every week's a crazy week. Um, but thank you uh, for being here. I'm going to uh, go away now uh, for the weekend. I'll stick around on Twitter and stuff if you're bored. But um, we'll we'll do more things next week. I hope you'll join me. Uh, do tell a friend. It always helps the podcast uh, if you do. And uh, because personal recommendations, apparently, it's like the, uh, the, the best way, the only way, really, to, to grow a podcast. So, you know, my life is in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, that's it. I'm going now. Johnson! This has been a Swanburst Media production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.